and welcome to the WW Review. I'm your host, Chris Malk, and I'm joined once again by my co-hosts, Laura Fitzpatrick and Peter Ponacorvo. Hello, guys. Hey, What's Chris. up, everybody? It's good to see you guys came back for part two. I didn't have to send you any evites or anything like hey, that. Pete survived. Pete survived. Well, I, t- <laughs> I, I, I set up? an alarm clock on my phone just in case, you know. <laughs> did you uh, did you watch all the, the Fuller House episodes on Netflix, Pete? The what now? Yeah, who, what? What, what, is, what? I'm sorry, Laura, that was dirty. Uh, I've, I've barely gotten past the Girl Meets World thing. <laughs> that was dirty of us. Well, I don't know how I feel about Girl Meets World, but it was, I, I like the first couple episodes I watched of it, but I just haven't. It was it was very Disney Channel. You need to be a yep. preteen to watch. Yeah, I lost interest I in it. I appreciate it, and I'm happy that they brought it back because I love Boy Meets World. But the way Fuller House is, I think it's they did a better job of maintaining the original audience or like the adult audience. There's enough, you know, old references and new references for the new generation. So that's just my opinion. All right. Before we start here today, let's Let's bring it back to my question, because I love putting you guys in the spot. So before we even start with part two of our My Disney Experience 101, I'm going to throw it out to you. I need you to rank these in order of best to least. And we're going to go to the World Showcase, and we're going to go to the movies in the World Showcase. Okay. All right, so we're featuring Canada, and we're featuring France, and we're featuring China. And I need you to rank those from best to least. Ladies first. I got this one. All I right. don't need a moment. Canada, France, China. Okay. I love the soundtrack, that song for Canada. I love it. And okay. the music for France. I just love it. Martin Short, he's oh, your man. And I'm a sucker for Martin Short. Father of the Bride. Where's, big. Where's he born? Where's he born? He's a, he's a resident from where? I don't know. Who's paying attention? Canada. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my students say. They refer to Hamilton. Hamilton, come on. Oh, see. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, how about you? All right, so I'm gonna go. Maelstrom, China, <laughs> Canada, Maelstrom, France. Okay. <laughs> Let it go. Man, he holds on to these things, doesn't he? Oh go. Did you actually? After every time you read. You rode Maelstrom. I watched it. And watched every yep, time. I did. I did. I didn't every time. Depending the on only, the the only times that I wouldn't is if it wasn't playing. But every so often they actually wouldn't even be running it. You wouldn't just sit there and wait and demand that they play it. <laughs> By himself in the theater. Nah. <laughs> I was never there alone, so. Yeah. I'd have somebody else yelling at me. There you go. She knows where I sleep. <laughs> so. True. If I was by myself, I would sit and watch it, but... Okay. Yeah. Cool. So being the, the second class, this is like my Disney experience 201 now, right? We're getting credit for this. Sweet. We got three semester hours for the first one, Pete, and now we're taking three oh, semester so, hours. For oh, one. that's right. It was a 101 class. It wasn't a 100 yeah. class. We're good. Awesome. We're good. Yeah. It counts towards graduation. Sweet. <laughs> All right. High five. Yeah, no time. High five. <laughs> All right, Laura, okay. let's hit it. We got a lot we got a lot of ground to cover. All right. So, last time on Magic Bands, 
101 or whatever. We we left off with talking about magic bands and how they are utilized within my Disney experience. Um, so today I want to talk about dining, Fast Pass Plus, Memory Maker, online check-in, and then miscellaneous, or hodgepodge as I like to call it. Um, so we'll start off with dining. You can make all of your dining reservations from your My Disney Experience account. So if you are if you've already booked your trip 180 days out or more, it'll tell you, you know, give you a countdown of how many days to your 180 day mark to make your dining reservations. So and if you're using a travel agent, then your travel agent will keep you updated on, you know, as you get closer, picking out your restaurants and everything like that. So, I mean, for me, what I like to do, if my client wants me to make their dining reservations, I um, call and I also have their My Disney Experience account ready to go as well because sometimes, well, oftentimes there's a hold in the morning. So most of the time, knock on wood, I have been able to get all of my client reservations online using their My Disney Experience account and then I'll just hang up. <laughs> you know, I don't need the cast member to assist me. So that's nice. I mean, you can book Le Cellier 180 days out pending availability, and then, of course, the Guest Restaurant. I mean, those are the two popular ones, and Cinderella's Royal Table is popular as well. Um, what you need in your account, though, to secure these dining reservations is you have to have your credit card information ready to go. So what I always recommend to my clients and even myself is input that credit card information prior so that you don't have to enter it that morning that you're making your reservations. Having it already in your account, it's, it's secure. It's a Disney, um, you know, website, so it's secure. And then you can just say use, click the option where it says use the account, the card in my account, and then you're able to continue on and reserve that reservation. And you'll be able to write down the reservation number if you want to, or like I said, you'll be able to see it right after you make it. It'll be in your account with the reservation number. Can I so. give a real quick tip on ADR service? Yes. If of you have a, your heart set on a, a restaurant and it's hard to get into, try to put it towards the end of your stay because then you're 180 plus that many days left. So you're actually getting to do like 100, and, let's say you're staying for seven days, 186 days away. You got a lot better chance of getting that restaurant you really want that way. Right. So you're able to make reservations 180 days plus 10 if you have a resort reservation. So if you're staying for seven nights, then you'll be able to do all of your reservations at once on that 180-day mark because you have a resort reservation. So that's really nice, too, because then you're able to – Yeah, I mean, you still have to do them one at a time. You know, you have to search. You know, if you want Chef Mickey's for breakfast on day two of your trip and it's not available, but then you – do another search and it's available on day five of your trip for breakfast, then you can secure that. And then, you know, if you want to make changes later, but at least you have that secure in your account. Um, and you can modify things later. Um, <clears throat> recently, Disney made um, a change to my Disney experience. So let's say um, you have a Chef Mickey's reservation for day two of your trip at let's just say 4 30 in the evening you're going to do dinner and you end up 
scoring an Anan Elsa fast pass for four to five on that day. So you want to try to move your Chef Mickey reservation. You can go in to your My Disney Experience account, um, of course, prior to that day, and you can see if there's anything else available later. Um, so you don't have to call Disney to make those changes, because before, if you wanted to make a change to your reservation for dining, you had a call to make that change. But now you can make modifications in the account, which is nice. Yeah. You can change party size and times if it's available. Um, and, of course, not everything is guaranteed. You know, I made a Tudo Italia reservation for my upcoming trip at 4.30, and I thought, um, let's see if I can get something later. And so far, I've been checking every day, and there's nothing available later. But I could change the restaurant if I wanted to because there's other restaurants available. But I am stuck with that 4.30, which is fine. You know, I'm not complaining. But it's nice to have that option to check instead of calling Disney all the time <laughs> to check. Sure. So, um, I'm trying to think of some other things. Um, any questions about dining while I'm thinking? No, there was a, there's a really okay. concise explanation. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, my favorite part about doing it online is, you know, you can do it at your convenience. So, um, on your 180 day mark though, as cautionary tale, another question I get, you can't make reservations at midnight on your 108 day mark. You have to wait till six in the morning. So, you know, if you're traveling, let's see, we're in August right now for 180 days now from now. So if your 108 day mark is tomorrow, you have to wait until tomorrow at 6 a.m. to make the reservations online. So okay. keep that 6 a.m. Eastern time or Look. 7 a.m. Eastern time, so 6 a.m. Central time. Laura, let me interrupt you for one second. Mm -hmm. So let's assume that everyone is staying on Disney property. Let's assume someone's staying, you know, across the street at the Marriott. Mm -hmm. um, what is the, I mean, they can get a My Disney Experience app, and they can get a My Disney Experience account, and they can buy the Magic Band, so to speak, from, what is the threshold for them as far as, as, as fast passes and dining and stuff along those lines? Um... So, I mean, real quickly, just for dining, I'll talk about off-site a little bit later. Um, mm -hmm. But for dining, they'll have to make a 180-day, or their reservations, 180 days for each day. So, mm. you know, if they're staying for five days off-site, then they would have to call every day to make a reservation 180 days in advance. Brutal. So, I mean, you can still do it, which is nice that you have that option. You'll just have to call every day to see what's available. So, I mean, even okay. with resort guests, when you do the 108 days plus 10, I mean, you're still competing with people from the previous week who called and made reservations for 108 days plus 10. Because that's, you know, a common argument some, or a common question I get is, you know, they can't get be our guest restaurant. Well, the person, you know, there are people who come to Disney World every single day and are staying for various lengths of time. So they're able to make Be Our Guest reservations depending on their stay for 180 plus 10, which might overlap into your 180 day plus 10. So Be Our Guest might already be sold out for a certain day, depending on who, you know, how many people are calling to book their sure. dining, you know, book that ADR. So, yeah. 
keep that in mind. You know, nothing is for certain, and certain restaurants close down for rehabs, and most of the time Disney's pretty up to date in their system about what is open and what's not. And, you know, if you can't get a reservation for dinner, well, then try lunch or try the off-peak time, and you're able to do that all from your account. So if you want, you know, um, Crystal Palace for dinner between 5 and 6, but nothing's coming up, well, maybe if you search again, you can get Crystal Palace for 2.30. You know, have a later lunch or an early dinner, depending on your eating schedule. I don't know. But, you know, definitely be flexible, and you're able to do that with from your account to see what's available at what times. Yeah. So. This this brings about like a, like a philosophical like like thought. But even if you can't get the reservation, don't let it ruin your trip. Be flexible yeah. in your planning. You know, yeah. if you're really intending on going to Crystal Palace and it's just not going to work out for the day you plan at the Magic Kingdom, you're going to the Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of great options. Be flexible. Remember that you're on vacation. Right. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. If you take this too seriously, then you know vacation becomes work. And at that point, what's the point? Right. Yeah. yeah. So what I always tell my clients too is have backup restaurants. So I'll help them kind of plan out their itinerary based on what I would do and, you know, Magic Kingdom Day. But, you know, if they have their heart sets on Chef Mickey's on a, you know, a certain day, I'll tell them, okay, are you willing to go to Chef Mickey's on any day of your trip? And if they say yes, that offers me more flexibility to get it for them if I can't get it on the day that they want it. I mean, if it's a birthday or an anniversary, of course, I'm going to do everything in my power. And I do that anyway. But... If they're willing to be flexible on your days, then you're you know you're going to have a better time because then you're going to still get hopefully what you want depending on availability and yeah. you know so the nice thing about doing your dining online is you can customize your search. So if you know you're going to be in the Magic Kingdom on day two of your trip and you want a dining reservation, then what you can do is click the date of your trip, how many people. And I always include the baby if they're traveling with a baby in that account. So, you know, five people, if they're a family of two or two adults and three kids, one under the age of three, I always click five then. And then you're able to click down to, okay, I want to search Magic Kingdom only. So then in your search results, it'll only list restaurants from the Magic Kingdom. And then it'll show what what restaurants are not available for your time search that you did. So, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, and if you open it up, you can see, you know, if you don't customize it and you just click Walt Disney World Resort, then you'll be able to see, you know, a reservation anywhere from Disney Springs to the Yacht Club to Animal Kingdom. So mm-hmm. you can kind of play around with that and see what you want. Cool. Yeah, so, and, I mean, most Disney restaurants have a one-day cancellation policy, so... You know, this might be taboo to some people, but I think I'm doing it the best way I think, you know, ethically and morally. And you guys can, you know, help me out and see what you think. But, you know, if you're not sure about a restaurant, but it's available, I go ahead and book it. I don't never I never book two restaurants for the same time because I I don't agree with that. But like for Chef Mickey's on a certain day. You know, I always book it, and then later if they decide or I decide, you know what, never mind, then I'll go ahead and cancel it 
but I'll always keep it just in case I might use it. But I'm not the person who's going to book a Chef Mickey's and a Be Our Guest and a Cinderella Girl table for the same time. Because to me, that's not fair because that's taking two, you know, one or two reservations from somebody else. But, you know, the one I'll, I might end up using. So, yeah. So you, you guarantee you're not going to use at least two of those reservations, but the way you use it, you might actually use that reservation, and you yeah. still give ample notification for when you want to cancel. Right. So Disney has a 24-hour cancellation policy. They do charge for no-shows. So, mm-hmm. you know, always cancel within that period, and you can cancel right from your app, too, which is nice. Would that be, like, a good tip as well, too, is that if you can't get into a restaurant, your heart's set on going to the uh, – uh, be our guest and you can't get in you can't get in you can't get in the sweet spot would be what roughly 24 hours prior to when you want to go yeah. because that's when the cancellations would hit yep. mm-hmm. so the nice thing is using that logic is let's say you have a crystal palace reservation for dinner at five o'clock on a certain day and you had your heart set on be our guest restaurant and you couldn't get it so you're settling on crystal palace well, if you keep looking and looking and looking and then all of a sudden Be Our Guest becomes available, you can book it and then a little window will pop up saying, you will have Crystal Palace reservations at 5 o'clock. Do you want to cancel? And what's going to happen is once you've booked Be Our Guest restaurant, it'll automatically cancel that Crystal Palace rest reservation if you want it to cancel. Because yeah. there, I mean, there have been some times where our client has – like two kids or two people want to go eat at Tony's and then the other two people want to go eat at the Plaza. So in that case, they do have two reservations for the same time, but they're using both of them because they're splitting the party up. So, I mean, in my opinion, that's fine because both reservations are being used. Nobody is, you know, getting hurt. (laughs) So to say, but Disney does offer that option. So, I mean, for me, for one trip, I was trying to get a La Cellier reservation. I couldn't get it. But I booked the chef to France. Well, then, you know, a couple of days leading up to my trip, Le Cellier became available. So I went ahead and switched those, and it gave me the option, do you want to cancel Chefs to France and replace it with Le Cellier? And, of course, I clicked yes, and I was able to do that. So that's a nice thing to be able to do from your app, too, and gives you more, you know, lenience and customization for your trip. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. I learned all I needed to know about dining now. I feel I feel more educated. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> cool. Um, moving forward, um, as you get closer to your trip, 60 days in advance, you're able to book fast passes. And, um, you know, for a while, well, for the longest time, the only way to get fast passes in the park were the paper fast passes. So, you know, you remember, I remember, you made a decision with your family. Okay, where are we going to head first? Where are we going to get our fast pass? And every other family next to you in line before rope drop was thinking the same thing. Um, One time I was on the Keys of the Kingdom tour and I was on Main Street with my group and we kind of got out of the way and our tour guide said, okay, park opens in, you know, 10 seconds. Everybody look to see where they're going. And all of a sudden, you know, ropes drop, mad dash down Main Street. Either you're heading to Space Mountain or Splash Mountain, or Peter Pan. And you can see the crowd just, like, divulge. (laughs) So with FastPass Plus, it kind of gets rid of that, in a sense. I mean, people are still making the mad dash, you know, down Main Street, but I feel like you already have 
three fast passes made, so you don't really need to run to get a fast pass because you probably already made it. So, uh, Laura, you mean you mean I'm wrong when I'm trying to rush to get to the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse with my kids? <laughs> no, you are not wrong. <laughs> I beat everyone there. I mean, I still make a mad dash, especially in Hollywood Studios for Toy Story Mania. I mean, because I, I like riding that ride twice. So I'm still making the mad dash because then I'll stand in the standby line first and then I'll use my fast pass later when it, you know, I made the time for. So at least I'm getting guaranteeing a ride for it twice. So, you know, but so 60 days in advance, you can make your fast pass reservations from your, for your account. Um, In your account, you should see all of your party's tickets. So if you booked um, your vacation for a family of four, you should have four tickets in your account for the same days. I'm assuming you're staying the same night. So let's say you um, have a five-day ticket, then you will see um, your five-day tickets for each member of your party, and then you're able to make fast passes for five days. And when you go into your little calendar to make your reservations, it'll say, you know, have you choose which day you want to pick and it'll show kind of highlight your resort stay so that you remember, you know, what days to pick from. Um, a common question is, are fast passes included? Yes, you do not have to pay anything extra for fast passes um, with your tickets that you purchased. Each member of your party is going to receive three fast passes per person per day within the same park. And I'll touch on that a little bit, too. So if you're planning on going to Hollywood Studios, um, then you will book your Fast Passes for Hollywood Studios for those three that you are um, given. Okay. Um, Let me ask you a question right here. Yeah. That something that used to bother me and bug me when I first learned of the system. So you made reservations nine months from now, um, and you're thinking about with your family what parks you want to go to, and you're thinking there's no way I know what parks I want to go to, even 60 days out. How am I possibly planning the Magic Kingdom? I know when I go to the Magic Kingdom, it's going to be raining all day. So mm-hmm. h- how would you safeguard yourself at that point? If you were going for a week, if you were going for f- six days, and you really want to go to Magic Kingdom and Epcot, what's the way you could safeguard yourself you know, at that point to guarantee that you're going to get a good day? Do you have you I mean you have advice on that? Um personally, I use touring plans to guide okay. my kind of park days. I mean, I the last day of my trip always, no matter what, the day that Magical Express is picking me up, I always go to Magic Kingdom. I like spending my last park day in the Magic Kingdom. So touring plans could be rating it a ten out of ten for that day, I don't care. But that's where I'm gonna spend my last day. Mm-hmm. Um and then depending on the amount, number of days, like this coming trip, I've only got a couple of nights. So I want to make sure I see Wishes at least one night and I see Illuminations at least one night. So I kind of base it off that as well. Okay. Um, but I do I do use, use touring plans and I do encourage you know my clients to look into touring plans as well. Um, just using their crowd calendar, which is a nice feature. Um, so... Would you... Would you ever consider, if you're going for three days, reserving a Magic Kingdom ticket for three days in a row consecutive, even if you only intended on using it in one day, and making fast passes for three individual days, even if you only really intended on using it on one day, just picking the best day? Is that unethical of me to do that? 
say it again. All right, so you're going to go for three straight days. Mm-hmm. You're going to go Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Okay. But you're not sure what weather is going to look like. So 60 days in advance, you're like, I don't know which day is going to be the best, but I want to pick the best day. I'm going to make reservations for the Magic Kingdom all three days. Um, but you're not actually going all three days. You're just picking one. Is that an unethical thing to do uh, at this point? I don't think so because you can go in and cancel them. So yeah. let's say that first day you decide, oh, never mind, I'm going to Hollywood Studios. So then you would cancel your Magic Kingdom Fast Passes and try to get Hollywood Studios Fast Passes mm-hmm. for whatever is available. So you know, you might take away something that somebody else wanted, but you know, if they're on top of their game and checking constantly as well, then they'll be able to score what you you know Give canceled. Up. Yeah, and the same thing works for you. You know, if you wait yeah. to the last minute to get Hollywood Studios, you know, Toy Story Mania might be sold out for that day. So you might not get a Toy Story Mania Fast Pass because you waited, you know, too long to make your decision, which is just a risk you take. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're taking yeah. anything away from anybody else. I mean, I would definitely say cancel them so that at least somebody yeah. else could use them. And it doesn't cost anything to cancel them. You know, it's just kind that's, of a nice feature. That's what we've done, you know, depending on the kids and the mood of the kids. You, you know, I, I can't guarantee in the middle of the summer... Uh, what the mood's going to be from day to day. And right. if my youngest is not feeling well, there's no way I want to subject her to 12 hours of summer heat at Epcot right. Center. So we'll pass it by for the next day. Um, and then, yeah, we do cancel it. But, you know, that's a good tip for families. You're like, there's no way I'm going to know which day I want to go. That's okay. As long as you don't actually scan the band and enter the park, it kind of disappears in ether. So you don't got to worry about it. Your your ticket's still going to remain as long as you redeemed it. Yeah. And cancel your fast passes and you're good to go. Just yeah. pick a better day. So. The only thing, you know, that's bad about that, if you're going to say something bad, is you have dining reservations because you have to cancel within that 24-hour period. Otherwise, you will get charged per person for cancel or for no for a no show. Mm-hmm. So good point. You know, that's just something to keep in mind. So if you know, like you've made a reservation in the Magic Kingdom for Crystal Palace, and then you have your fast passes all lined up, and then you end up changing your mind. You know, as long as you're within that 24-hour or outside of that 24 hours and you cancel, you know, you won't have a penalty for changing your mind. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, so let's say you're going to make a fast pass reservation for Magic Kingdom. Um, the nice thing about the Magic Kingdom fast passes is that they are not tiered, meaning you don't have to choose... Um, I mean, you don't have categories to choose from. So if you want to make a reservation for all the mountains, you can go ahead and do that. There's no stipulation. So if you wanted to make a fast pass for Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder, you can. Or if you want to include Seven Doors Line Train, Space Mountain, and Splash Mountain, you can. Um, and that'll make more sense here in a minute when I talk about Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Um, when you go to make... Fast Pass reservations at Hollywood Studios, you have a tiered system. And I'm going to pull that up now. Um, but basically, you have to choose Fast Passes from a certain category. Um, so, like, if you want to ride Toy Story Mania, then you have to make a decision on what else you want to ride because Toy Story Mania has some, you know, stipulations in there. So I'm pulling okay. that up now. And same thing for Epcot. Epcot has that as well. So, for example, from Group 1, you have 
Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage, Fantasmic, Rock and Roller Coaster, The Great Movie Ride, Toy Story Mania. Pete, what are you picking? Yeah. Um, Toy Story Mania. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's normally what I do too. I'll I'll stand by for the rest. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, so t- to me, it comes down to Rock and Roller Coaster and Toy Story Mania. Which one do I want to do? Well, my husband doesn't like roller coasters, so Toy Story Mania. If I want to ride Rock and Roller Coaster, then I'll just do the single ride line by myself, and you know, he'll he'll just hang out on a bench or something. Um, and then two from the next group, which includes Disney Junior Live on Stage for the first time in forever, Frozen Sing Along Celebration. Indiana Jones, Lights, well, Lights, Motors, Action. I don't think that's right. It's from This is from March 17th. Um, Muppet Vision, Star Tours, Tower of Terror, and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. So then you would choose two from that category. So I might choose, well, what I always choose is Toy Story Mania, Star Tours, and Tower of Terror. That's what I always choose when I go to Hollywood Studios. So depending on if you have kids, you might choose, you know, Toy Story Mania, um... The Frozen Sing Along and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And what that basically means is that it'll give you options for an hour long time period for you to show up to the ride. So for Toy Story Mania, let's say it, it automatically gives you, because it gives you four options to choose from, it might give you like 2.40 to 3.40 p.m. Well, you're not going to be on Toy Story Mania for an hour. That just means you'll be able to show up and ride between 2.40 and 3.40 p.m. So you can show up at 2.40 and ride it right away, and then you're done, or you can wait until 3.40 to show up. So it's nice that they give you that hour-long leeway. In the past with paper fast passes, I mean, I remember, I'm sure you guys do too, and some of our listeners do that. If you had a fast pass from 8 to 9 in the morning, you might not show up at that fast pass until 2 p.m. because... The cast members didn't really care. They weren't really enforcing that rule. But now with Magic Bands, they are enforcing it. So mm. I've noticed a five-minute grace period, but I wouldn't rely on that. Because, I mean, it is, including your park admission, it does say, you know, you must return within that hour time period. So at least they do give you an hour. So when you're making the Fast Pass reservations, keep in mind of when your dining reservations are. So maybe write them down on a post-it note next to you um, so you don't have to keep going back to see, oh, wait, wait, I can't remember what dining time I have. So write it down. That way you can say, okay, you know, we're eating at Crystal Palace. I keep using that as an example, but um, I'm eating at Crystal Palace at 12. Well, I don't want to make a Fast Pass reservation from 12 to 1 because I'm going to be eating lunch. So that's a good thing to keep in mind for that. Um, so for the three that day, then you might have Toy Story Mania from 9 to 10 a.m., Tower of Terror from 12.05 to 1.05, and then Star Tours from 1.05 to 2.05. You can't have an overlapping fast pass. Okay. So, so previously with paper ones, I used to be able to go on – bust my butt, get on the ride, and uh, once an hour was up, I went and got another fast pass for a different place. How many can I get from here? I, I mean, I know there's three. Is there a possibility of getting more? Yeah, so um, let's say you do not have a park hopper. Park, park, hopper. park hopper. You just have the base ticket. Then let's say you use all your three fast passes by 2 o'clock. So 
you plan on staying at Hollywood Studios until closing. Let's say closing is at 8.30. Then you are eligible to get another fast pass, one per person for your party. So what happens is you're going to go to a fast pass kiosk, and they're located around the park. Um, off the top of my head, I know there's one by Muppet Vision. So you can go over, head over to Muppet Vision, scan your magic band. There's a cast member there to help you out if you don't know what you're doing. But you scan your band, and then it show pops up your party members that are linked to your account, and then um, what fast passes are available. So maybe, you know, Fantasmic is available still. Then you can choose to do Fantasmic. Or um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid is available. Then you can choose to do, to do that one. Um, and let's say you choose to do Voyage of the Little Mermaid at, let's say, five, arrive between 5 and 5.20 because that's a show, so it's a little bit different. And then after the show, you know what? Let's go see if there's another one available. So you go to the Fast Pass kiosk. You see if there's anything else available. So once you use that three, you're allowed to get more but one at a time, okay. which it's great that you can get more, but it's kind of annoying that you can only do it from the kiosks. You can't do it from your app. Yeah. So even and if you have your app on your phone, you can't walk around picking, you know, your fourth or fifth pass pass. You have to do it at the kiosk. Sure. Probably mostly applicable at the Magic Kingdom, you know, probably not all that usable at Hollywood Studios being if you've used your three already. Yeah. Chances of some of the big hitters coming back is well, it's just not going to happen, you know. Well, so. especially at Epcot, I'm going to quick run yeah. through Group One here. Group One is Illuminations, Living with the Land, Mission, Mission Space, Soren, and Test Track. Which Soren mm-hmm. right now is closed for rehab, so I mean, not going to use it for that. And then Group Two is Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Meet the Disney Pals, the Character Spot. Spaceship Earth, um, Nemo, and the season with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. So right now for Epcot, it's like, uh, you know, what do you use your Fast Pass for? Because you know you don't need one for Figment. Correct. I mean, unless you're going during Christmas week and that you have to ride it without a waiting in line. I mean, okay. Um, I mean, the season with Nemo and Friends and Turtle Talk, you don't need a Fast Pass for those. You know, so Epcot right mm-hmm. now, when I made my fast passes, I almost wished I didn't have to because I didn't want to waste my day making fast passes for this because there's so little to choose from, especially with Maelstrom gone. And then with Soren down right now, it's like, but then with Soren down, everybody's going to go where they're going to test track. So, you know, I went ahead yeah. and made a test track fast pass and then I. I chose the Disney and Pixar one, but I think I'm going to cancel that and just use two that day because I'm using Spaceship Earth and, you know, everything mm-hmm. else I don't really need a fast pass for right now. Yeah. So that's what I would say. But this is what I've done, or this is what I am doing for my April trip. Um, being an annual pass holder, I can park hop. So um, I'm starting one of my days at Hollywood Studios, and I'm opting not to use Fast Passes for my morning. And the afternoon, I'm going to head over to Magic Kingdom. So I'm using all of my three Fast Passes for Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to Hollywood Studios without Fast Passes. Ah! 
You just, you just got to hustle. Yep, so I'm just going to be hustling to what I want to do, and if I have to wait in line, that's the sacrifice, you know, I have to make. You know, I'm going to Disney World, I have to wait in line, boo-hoo, you know. <laughs> Waiting Laura, in line was better than, you know, being up here. So, anyways, go ahead, Pete. Sorry. Laura, what about uh, going back to Epcot for a second? Mm-hmm. You know, you can get that rolling forth. You know, okay, so let's say you use Spaceship Earth, mm-hmm. and... You use Test Track. Mm-hmm. What were the other ones in Tier 2? Um, the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival that that replaced e- Captain EO in that theater. Um, Journey to Imagination with Figment. Meet the Characters. The Epcot Character Spot. And the Season Nemo and Friends. And Turtle Talk with Crush. Okay, so if you have kids and you're using Meet the Characters... Mm-hmm. Then you can use your rolling one and try to grab, because people make the mistake of using illuminations yes. off the bat. If you can get that as your rolling fourth fast pass, that's right. when you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even because... if you don't have kids, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to have a throwaway fast pass so you can get that fourth one, so you right. can still get that that additional one right. in the first tier. Depending availability, of course. Right, but yeah. depending on what I you're haven't seen illuminations kind of be completely sold out fast passes. Yeah, I mean, I see more of that at Magic Kingdom. Like the electrical parade often will sell out at the Magic Kingdom and um, wishes I've seen, and then of course the Festival of Fantasy parade. You know, those will those are popular ones that usually sell. I mean. In my experience from looking, those will sell out fast. Um, so, it's just, you know, that's a risk you're willing to take. Go for it. But, yeah, at Epcot, I mean, right now it's slim pickings. It's, you know, folks, we, we're using the phrase sell out because that's the easiest way to kind of put that there's none left. You don't actually buy any of these. Right. Don't, don't, don't get confused. Right. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Well, I'm probably going to cancel that Disney and Pixar short film festival one just so I, I know I'm not going to use it. So at least I can free up two fast passes for somebody else or more standby people can go in and take my seat because I know I'm not going to use it. And if I do decide to use it, I'll just do standby because that's the day I'm using my Epcot fast passes the day that I'm walking the 10K. So, depending on how we're feeling is going to be the time that we arrive in Epcot. <laughs> so, no I don't want to spread myself too thin to rush to get, to get there to for the Disney and Pixar short film festival fast pass. <laughs> hey, hey, Laura, in moving forward, because I know we're going to you know bring it to a close here in the next few minutes, what else is left on our list? I'm talking about Memory Maker, Votapass Plus, and then online check-in. Okay. So like those are those are pretty quick topics here. Um, for Memory Maker, you can link your Memory Maker into your account. Um, so when you book a Walt Disney World vacation package, you can include Memory Maker in that. So right now the pre. Um, oh goodness. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. The pre- pre-vacation price. Yeah, the pre-vacation yeah. cost right now is $149. 
and then you can buy it full price in the parks for $169. So I always recommend to clients, buy it in advance, save the extra 20 bucks to do it. It sounds like a lot of money, like $150 on pictures. You know, I'm not going to spend that much money. Well, when you go and look at picture by picture, it's $15 a download. So if you have, and you know, Memory Maker includes all your ride photos too. So, you know, if you go on Splash Mountain, take a couple pictures in front of the castle, in front of Spaceship Earth, you know, Hollywood Studios with some characters, and you want to download each of them, I mean, you're going to get up to 149 here pretty quick. So why not pay the 149 and then have access to download every single picture that the PhotoPass photographers or the ride photos that you take in the park? Sure. No brainer if you're going to yeah, multiple parks and vacation. Especially if you're, I mean, if you're going to stay no in for more than four nights, or definitely do it because you're going to have all your pictures. So, you know, even the ones where, you know, your youngest isn't looking at the camera, you know, you're going to have all those. You're going to have all your funny red photos, and all you need to do then is just scan your band. And anybody in your party can scan your band. That's what I was saying. What happened? Look at it from a standpoint of you're doing the big family vacation where it's you and your husband or, you know, your family and then your brother and his family or your cousins, everybody can get in on that. You know, it turns out maybe at that point, everybody's only spending 40 bucks or 50 bucks. Yeah. So as long as whoever's linked in your account, so they like, have access like the three to of it. us are traveling, I might purchase it and then I'll give you access to my photos. So then any pictures you take in the park, scan your band and they'll end up in my account and Pete's account and Chris's account. Right. So, I mean, it's a nice thing, especially yeah, for those big family trips to do it. And you know, it is a one-time deal. I mean, you can't use it on multiple trips unless you have the new annual passes, which that would be a completely separate show. But you know, memory maker, it's a one-time purchase for one of your trips. I thought it was 30 days. Oh, the pictures are available for that long, but I mean, you know what uh, I'm saying? I th- no, I actually thought that if you like had two trips and they were within a 30-day period. Well, I guess, yeah, I should say it. Yeah. So for my honeymoon, I was able to use it for all three of my resort trips. I just mean like if you're traveling in January and then travel again in November. Okay, yeah. yeah. You. Sorry, I should have been more clear. But yeah, you can, yeah, for my honeymoon, I booked it for my first night of my trip, which is at Port Orleans Riverside. And I was able to transfer it, transfer it over to Beach Club and then Wilderness Lodge for, for the, thing ten nights it ended up being. So, so what's nice about that is, um, with or without Memory Maker, you can still take advantage of all the PhotoPass photographers in the park. So if you didn't purchase Memory Maker and you wanted to still get your picture taken in front of the castle, get that picture taken, have the cast member scan your Magic Band, and you'll be able to see those pictures in your account and you'll be able to download them for purchase. You know, again, the nice advantage of memory maker is you already bought them. So as soon as that picture is loaded into your account, you can download it, save it to your computer and then, you know, do whatever you want with that order from Shutterfly, Walgreens, your local um, place to get pictures. Take it. Can, can you get them on your phone now too? I know at one point, you couldn't, and then I had heard that you could. At this yeah, finally... that was just features that it's like Disney was holding back. You know, they were kind of waiting, you know, releasing little things at a time, and now you can see your pictures 
on your phone, which is nice. So when you're in the parks, you can see them. I'm not sure how long of a delay it is. I haven't been able to use it in the park. So I'm not sure what the delay is, but I know they'll, they'll be available for you to see right away. Cool, because that's free wallpaper and free profile pictures for anybody yep. that wanted to use it. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's really nice you know, to get those pictures, especially the ride photos, because, you know, my family gets a kick out of the Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror ride photos. And if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can log in and see my family's lovely faces that we make on those rides. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some nice. Some pictures. people are really creative with that too. Like I saw somebody had a picture. They were on Splash Mountain, and it looked like they were playing Monopoly as they were going down the hill. <laughs> I mean, people are crazy when they get they get really kind of yeah. get some funny stuff going up there. Yeah, so it's it's fun to get have access to those pictures. So, um, so yeah, if you you'll have all of your pictures in that account, and then really quick touching on online check in. Um, also 60 days before your travel, after you make your fast passes, you can go ahead and do online check-in and that's where you put the credit card that you want to keep on file for your resort in there for incidentals or any purchases you make in, in the parks or at the resorts using your wonderful magic band. Um, and then you're also able to create a pin number for your magic band. Um, this is a question I get often, too, is, you know, why should I use my Magic Band? What if somebody steals it and they make purchases? Every purchase you make at Walt Disney World, you have to enter your four-digit PIN number. So let's say I lose my Magic Band and somebody picks it up and tries to use it. They have to know my PIN number in order to make purchases. So, and then I can always go in, go find, um, you know, go to a kiosk at the Magic Kingdom or wherever I lost it and have them deactivate my Magic Band so that nobody can use it then. And then um, you can have, give certain members of your party access to purchase and some people do not have to have purchase. I know, Chris, what did you say about your kids that you... Yeah, no, no, no doubt my kids always want to have uh, purchasing privileges, but uh, mom and dad said no. Right. So, but didn't you didn't you say the nine year olds don't and the three year old does or something like that? <laughs> she might have better judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, I want to buy the thirty seven thousand dollar crystal castle in Germany. <laughs> I have Daddy's magic band. <laughs> so, so, are you advising me against writing my pin number down on my magic band from this point forward? Yeah. One one two three four. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And it's a four-digit pin, so and you can you can have the pin numbers be different for party members or the same. I just do it all the same because you know what's the difference if it's my husband and me. Yeah. So it all goes back to the same account. So if he does buy something that you know, I'll be able to see on the the room thing what what like the checkout thing that says like where you purchase what, and I'll be able to see what he purchased. You know, if he wasn't oh, with so if that was a big surprise coming for you when you got home, I guess that could be ruined now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but you can't see specifics. You can just see, oh, mouse gear, $160, or, you know, Casey's Corner, $20. $160. Yeah, right. <laughs> $160 worth of hot dogs. <laughs> okay. So, um, also within that online check-in, you can um, make some room requests. So, like, for me, I'm staying at All-Star Sports. I can request what section I want to stay at. Um, and then if I want a corner room or an upper floor, 
Um, it gets a little bit more complicated, not complicated, but you know, you have more choices when you, depending on the resort you stay at. So, I mean, like in Coronado Springs, you can request the casitas or, um, the rancho section or, um, you know, at, uh, the Grand Floridian, you can kind of request what kind of building you want, depending on your room category. So you have that option. Um, I do have to say, if you are traveling with another party and you you are requesting adjoining rooms or, you know, connecting rooms or nearby rooms, whatever, um, always call in that request or have your travel agent call in that request. Um, most of the time, knock on wood, I've had a really good experience with Disney doing everything in their power to get that request in and getting connecting rooms when I've asked for it. Um, whether it was for myself or my clients, but you have to let them know. And usually every time I call, I always make sure, you know, is this on the reservation? Um, there is an option for you to do it when you book, you know, that traveling with whatever party you're traveling with. So they know to link those reservations and kind of keep them together. Um, and then you can request um, uh, the room ready text. So if you did online check-in and you want to see if you can bypass the front desk altogether and get right to your room, you have that option as well. Um, you're able to click, you know, is if having your room ready is more of a priority than having a corner room, then you're able to click that option. Um, check-in for most Disney resorts is either at 3 o'clock or DVC resorts at 4 o'clock. So if you want your, if you know you're arriving via Disney Magical Express at let's say 11 in the morning, and you want your room to be ready, you can click that option. Of course, there's no guarantee, but they'll give you any room that's available within your category when you check in if it's available. I hope that makes sense. It does completely make sense. As a matter of fact, that's what we always do. We we seem to fly in, and we're that awkward couple standing in the lobby at 10 o'clock looking to check in that never can quite get accommodated. And so recently we have been accommodated, but it's nowhere near where I've wanted to be. But at that point, you're willing to sacrifice yeah. that. Absolutely. So. so the nice thing is, I mean, if you arrive to the resort early, just have Bell Services take your bags, and they'll send you a text message with your number when it's ready. And, I mean, I did that at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I bypassed the check-in desk once completely. They sent me my room number. I walked right up to the room, and, it, you know, my magic band unlocked the door, and then, I was able to call Bell Services and they brought me my bags and I was good to go. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, so it's it's a nice it's a nice option if you want to you know hit the ground running when you get to okay. Disney World, which is what I always like to do. So, so <laughs> in wrapping it up, Laura, give me some give me give me whatever's remaining uh, in wrapping it up. What happens for that that, that bugger who's staying off site? You mentioned yeah. that you were going to talk about that. Um, so if you're staying off site. Um, yes, you have access to fast passes. You have access to them 30 days in advance. So the resort guests get the 60-day advantage. And if you're staying, you know, at one of the downtown Disney resorts or over at Universal, you have the 30-day advantage. So as long as you have your park tickets purchased. So if you're staying over at Universal and you purchase a two-day park hopper, let's say, at Disney World, um, as long as that's in your account, 30 days in advance, you're able to make your reservations for your party. Um, I did look up the question you asked last time, Pete, about your special event tickets, whether it's Mickey's Not So Scary or Mickey's Very Merry. Um, yes, they are linked to your Disney account. So when you're going through 
the turnstiles if you want to specify. You know, if you're arriving, let's say at 4 p.m., make sure you specify, you know, that you want to use your ticket, your party ticket, and not a day off of your park hopper. Okay, so you just have to tell the cast member when you when you go through yeah, the turnstile then. I went ahead and I quick um, texted one of my friends who has had experience with that in November, and she said that she didn't even have to tell them that, that they just took it off the my the Mickey's Not So Scary, or the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And she didn't have to worry about her park hopper being affected at all. Huh. So okay. that was good. Super, to know. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I, I talked about, did I talk about that already? I can't remember. That if you buy, buy a, one of the Haunted Mansion magic bands. You said, you, yeah, we talked yeah. about it in show one. Okay. Yeah, we discussed that. All right. Yeah. So. so in, 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 honestly, there's a ton of information here. So I know. if you're planning a trip, you know what? And even if you're an experienced traveler, you know what? You can let someone else do this for you as well, too. It's not necessarily an infomercial featuring Laura, but truth of the matter is there's a lot of information. Please go to the site. Please download the app. But if you're leery at all or if you want an expert opinion, use a travel agent. I mean, I obviously want you to use Laura, but if you don't use Laura, use somebody else. Uh, they're going to help you assist with that. that. There's a lot to handle right here, yeah. that's for sure. So I mean, even I know, my clients who've traveled or, you know, are seasoned travelers, they still just like having me or somebody, you know, one of, one of the other agents at the Magic for Less kind of just get their account ready to go so that they're able to do everything. And like I've said on previous shows, I have some clients who want me to do everything for them. And I've got other clients who prefer just to have me kind of double check everything and they go ahead and call Disney and get their reservations taken care of. And I'm more of as a backup system, which is fine. I mean, it's your vacation. I want to do whatever makes you the most comfortable and gets you having the best vacation that you want to have. So, okay. Yeah. If someone wanted to contact you or book with you, Laura, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can email me. I'm Laura Fitz at the magic for less.com on Facebook. You can find me Laura T. Spelled Fitzpatrick or Twitter is at is Laura T. All right. Hey Pete, if someone wants me and you to book your vacation, how are they going to contact us? They need to call Laura. Okay. Because I don't do that. <laughs> we we can't offer fast pass advice. We can't tell them they're going to well, be stuck on. I can offer to... advice, but I'm not, I can't, I'm not booking people's vacations. All right. <laughs> I don't even get to book my own vacations as much as I'd like to. <laughs> no doubt. But How if, do people call, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, I'm on Facebook. You can search for my name. And if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, it's at Magic Mouse Medic. All right. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Disney Chicago and at Facebook. Uh, just search my name as well too, and we have the WW's homepage. And you know we're uh, we're coming up on 10 and 11 shows here. So if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, we appreciate any kind words you would say. It does help us move us up in the search results, which helps us get seen by more people. Um, and with that being said, we appreciate you downloading and listening. I know there's a lot of options for you, so spending a little time with us, we certainly do appreciate that. So in wrapping this up, for Pete, for Laura, for myself, have a good evening. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good night, everybody.